This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with T. 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 Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Welcome back. Day three of the second test. South Africa, India after tea here. Kahiso Rabada confirmed to have had a Marcy, but he did not put sugar inside it. A couple of fans throwing tantrums here. Sean Pollock pitch side explaining to Virat Kohli what the heck a Marcy is. I'll be back with all of this and more on Inside Edge this Tuesday. <laughs> all right, that is a familiar voice that tells you something big is happening in a world of cricket. Is another cricket World Cup, the voice there of Pami Mbangwa. Won't the real Pami Mbangwa please stand up? <laughs> Mbumela Mbangwa, good morning. <laughs> You're encouraging him. He needs no encouragement. He needs no encouragement. Good to have oh, you man. with us, Bobby, and thank you so much. You were saying to me, you have just landed uh, uh, in India ahead of this one. Of course, yet another World Cup on our hands uh, here. Look, uh, of course, all our interest is what is going to happen with the Proteus. Pommy, it's been 25 years since we've won a major. It's not even a World Cup that we won 25 years ago. It was a Champions Trophy. But uh, this uh, World Cup remains elusive, whether it's the 50-over um, the format or the T20 format. What are the chances this time around? Um, yeah, look, you've laid it down quite painfully, I think, 25 years and all of that. And and the difficulties are clear for all to see. And I, I say clear for all to see because it's not actually everybody else who has won. And South Africa holds hold itself in high regard mm. and is one of the top nations in terms of cricket. But you only really can say you are the top nation or one of them if you win one of these um, World Cups, at least one. Yeah. Australia, well, they go on winning. England have now sorted that out and won a couple in no time. Mm. India have also, and did it way before. West Indies were not here, did it, you know, first couple of times and also did it in the 2020, mm. a couple of times in a row sort of thing. So um, in India itself, it's always going to be difficult because these conditions are peculiar to this place and it requires players who've played here. South Africa, though, have some players in the lineup who have been coming to India for a long time over the last sort of 10 years, even if it is to play um, the shorter mm. format. They certainly have the skills. And I think the good thing coming into this one is that they come in under the radar with nobody really thinking that they'll be there at the shakes of it at the back end. So they can just go about their work. But mm. essentially, it's going to be about the skills to kind of combat the conditions. Now, what about, I mean, if we look at our, our, our squad here, firstly, I mean, these recent series against the Aussies, how much of, a, uh, you know, an indicator of, the, uh, of our, where we are was that? How much should we be reading into that come from behind series win over the Aussies? 
the the problem behind um, win simply says to me that one side is rusty and that's South Africa because many of their players have not been playing any cricket at all. Mm. Um, and so the start was indicative of exactly that. And then as you go along, they get better and better, play better and win the series. And it must be commendable. It has to be to come from behind. If you're too down, it's difficult to then win a series. So mm. mental makeup is particularly important, but still it's at home in conditions that are familiar to you. So yes, they've done well to do that. But it counts for absolutely not when you come to tournament cricket. And this time around, I think there is a chance to come back in that you play all the teams. It's like a real long situation. Yeah. And what you have to aim for is to be in the top four. Rather than there's going to be this game that knocks you out along the way. Mm. You've got to make sure you're in the top four and then be ready to play two games at the back end once you get in. So first job, just get enough points to be in the top four. And from there, South Africa can do that. I reckon they can then go on and beat absolutely anyone because on their day, pretty good. Absolutely. I mean, look at our batting lineup. Uh, Skipper Tembabav was starting to sh- showing some great form in that series against the Aussies. Quiddy de Kock will always be a crucial one. Um, a batting lineup, a bit, a bit hit or miss. I mean, we had some spectacular middle order collapses, though. But what, what is our strength going into this one? Is it a uh, uh, batting lineup or will it be, will we be relying on a bowling attack led, led by, you know, someone who's got some, uh, some local knowledge in Kakiso Rabada? Rambada is an absolute superstar. I, I genuinely always say to people, I hope that coaches are speaking to the people and and not um, not sort of trying to think of a result. By that I mean, if someone can reach into Kahiso Rabada and switch him on mm-hmm. and really make him hungry to be the guy, he is that anyway. Mm-hmm. But by what I'm saying, I'm talking about creating an environment that kind of suggests and shifts in, in that direction. And for everybody else, because it's not going to be a one-man show if any team is going to win it. Mm. But you need your superstars to be up at the front. I believe in this World Cup, it would help South Africa if they didn't fall under the pressure of chasing down scores and put the pressure on the other way around, where it's the bowlers who are trying to win games by defending scores. Mm. I think they're better suited for that. All right. That said, then, uh, you said all you got to do is make sure you are in that top four. Uh, Polish off your crystal ball and uh, give us your prediction of who will make that top four. Yeah, I've been asked, as you can imagine, it's always asked at the beginning of every tournament. Um, That's why we pay you the big bucks. Yeah, and and with no crystal ball and just kind of thinking according to form would count for absolutely nothing in tournaments. Mm. I'd say India because they're at home. It'd mm-hmm. be tough to beat them. Mm-hmm. England, who are defending champions, are kind of revolutionary in the way that they've played this white ball format, both mm-hmm. white ball formats, actually. So those two will be up there. And then I'm going for just a left field selection in Pakistan because political situation, mm. determination, all of that with them playing here and being subcontinental, so they kind of are aware of conditions. And then I'm tossing in South Africa because they're under the radar. And it was a toss-up for me in terms of will it be South Africa in there or will it be Australia? And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shifting towards South Africa. Yeah, and you have to as well if you want to be allowed back into the country. 
<laughs> Bobby, thank you so much. We're looking forward to this one. And uh, enjoy the World Cup. We're looking forward as well to hearing you, your voice on commentary. Thanks so much, as always, for coming on. Yeah, no worries, no worries, and no OTT. And less of that encouragement of that fella, okay? No more crazy. <laughs> Can you also tell Pukela that I think, hey, he's hilarious. He cracks me up. I'll miss my morning drive to school when I drop off the kids listening to you guys talking about the chains on X. <laughs> Absolutely. I will pass that message on. That is the real uh, Pommy Mbangwa, well-known cricket commentator, of course, a former test cricketer himself um, on the line. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.